Thanks for tuning in to Betting the NFL on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's up, everyone? I'm Caleb Bochella, also known as NFL Caleb 22, and this is Betting the NFL, our 50th edition of Betting the NFL. Very special for us. Been here for 50 weeks, uh, um, about two, I think, two seasons now. Uh, just betting, uh, betting our money, I think maybe two and a half seasons. I'm not sure. Whenever 50 episodes was ago. Um but we've, we've, we've bet a lot of money so far. Won a lot, lost a lot. But as always, I'm here with my co-host, D-Weezy. What's going on, man? Man, just another week getting back at the grind. You know, being that 50th episode, it sure as hell doesn't feel like it. And, you know, that, that seems to be how every NFL season goes. Um, you know, the, the NFL schedule is definitely a – 365 day schedule you you're talking about nfl basically year round so that schedule when you know we got the games in front of us just seems to fly by and you know we're gonna try and take advantage of the lines and the games coming up in this week but you know this is the 50th and we're probably gonna be around for another 50 more uh hopefully so and um Hopefully we 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 keep doing what we're uh, what we do on this show, and that is win you guys money. That's the goal, and that is what we're trying to do here. Um, and obviously make ourselves money as well. Uh, but I'm glad you guys have tuned in for this episode. I'm glad you have tuned in for all the other episodes. Um, and but before we get into this week, we have to go over what happened last week. In uh, week number five, uh, I'll say the favorites uh, in the favorites in the underdogs uh, both went seven and seven, uh, five hundred there, and that, that pretty much even things up because they and overall they've been 37, 36, and five, so pretty even uh, when it comes to favorites and underdogs. No really uh, trends or edge you can really find in that number. Home uh, teams. Uh, have been doing so well. It's been road teams been dominating uh, the entire season uh, so far um, through five weeks. They went six and eight last week. Overall, home, home teams are 32, 41, and five. And then the unders, the unders just keep hitting. If you if you're betting the unders uh, this season, uh, you're you're making you're making a bag because uh, the unders um, went nine and five, uh, thirty, uh, and then the overs unders. 34 overs, 44 unders. Um, so have a huge edge um, when it comes to over and under totals. 
Um, but out of those numbers, what stands out to you? Um, I think really what's notable, uh, what's noticeable is um, the continue. You know, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. This under trend has seemed to continue. And in the betting world, if there's a trend out there, you got to try and jump on it or at minimum follow it. You definitely don't want to stand in front of that train. So I think, you know, this is reflected uh, some by, uh, you know, last week I was talking about a lot of the top teams where, the t or well, I should say the top offenses that were still utilizing the run to their advantage and running the ball a lot. So, you know, that runs clock, you know, you keep that clock ticking and you're talking about lesser number of possessions, even maybe not on a major scale, but something like that, you know, when you're talking about an under, it depended on where the number's at, um, you know, it can – take just a handful of uh, plays going, you know, the right way. And in this instance with the under, you're most likely talking about the play going the wrong way or, you know, points not being put up, drives not being continued as much or, you know, as far as far downfield potentially threatening for points. Um, so there's definitely a number of factors that go into it, but I think we're seeing a little bit of regression from some of the, passing driven offenses that we've seen in years past and you know that's reflected some by you know these unders yeah uh, i definitely agree uh i think you should just keep keeping on the long unders because majority of the time you're gonna win um yeah and it surprised me uh that these road teams just keep 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 winning um i guess the spread they've been doing really well um you know, definitely should uh, uh, keep going with that trend. I think that trend is going to continue with these road teams um, um, being able to cover a lot. Um, I think that's another trend that will continue as well. But next we will get to uh, – well, next we will say what's up to Adelia first, what's going on, and uh, thank, thank you. Um, glad, uh, glad for the 50 episodes. But now we will get – to the biggest upset of the week, and that was that came on right on Thursday night football. Uh, Bears plus six versus the Commanders. Bears win it forty to twenty. Um, and, you know, after you know almost a almost a whole entire year, Bears finally got a win. Um, you know, the first win of the season comes on a road Thursday night game, which is hard to do because you use the road teams. But like we've seen that we mentioned the road teams. Um, you know, winning against the spread. And this is a, a big example of that. Even on the Thursday night games where they usually don't show up, um, they 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 show, showed up in a big way. They played pretty desperate as a winless team. Uh, they came out there. They they pretty much dominated uh, Washington. Uh, they looked uh, pretty bad. Uh, they, they got 40 points scoring them. Uh, main thing was, you know, uh, DJ Moore just goes off. Um, two, eight receptions, 230 yards, three touchdowns. You know, and uh, that's just the way the Bears play. They needed the win. Uh, they were tired of being winless. And Washington defense just couldn't handle them. Um, they looked like a disaster. And um, and they didn't know how to stop DJ Moore. And, yeah, that's, that's how it ended up being the biggest upset of the week. Yeah, there's definitely no question. Uh, you're near touchdown favorite. You win by not only double digits, but nearly a triple digit deficit. Um, 
they just went out there and put a you know a good old fashioned whooping on them. Um, I'm not shocked by you know the talent out of DJ Moore being a Panthers fan. You know I saw you know when you spend enough time watching a player, you can see you know things like he has the ability to create space, he has the ability to make people miss. You know, I won't sit here and say like, oh, he's going to be the greatest ever or the greatest this or that. But he's definitely a top notch wide receiver at the NFL level. And, you know, a game like this reflects this. Um, I mean, they, I don't I don't care what the plays were. I don't care how you got the ball in his hands. You put up those kinds of numbers. It's clear that you're a threat. And, you know, a lot of people, this is what they hope to see out of uh, the Chicago offense coming into this season because that's the potential uh, capabilities a threat like DJ Moore brings. And, you know, we finally got to see that uh, in this season. And, you know, yes, this was the biggest upset, but, you know, I do, I do think it's worth shouting out, you know, the um, Steelers and their game against the Ravens. Uh, I yeah. believe it was uh, minus four. So, you know, not the biggest upset technically, but I think when you look at the teams and where they were positioned in this early season stretch, um, you know, a lot of people had the Ravens favored in this game. I was riding with the Ravens, and clearly, you know, I found myself on the wrong side. I told you about that. Dog. I told yeah, you. Hey, Stay you away know, from the Ravens. Stay away from them. Burn yep. and, and it burned me, that's for sure. But – uh. So, you know, that that's definitely worth a shout out as far as upset because, you know, sometimes it's not always the uh, necessarily the spread or the point differential uh, when, you, when you're talking about a big upset. And so I definitely think that Steelers game is worth a shout out. At, at minimum, probably one of the bigger upsets so far in this early season. Uh, but it's definitely no, you know, there's no overlooking Chicago going out there and whooping on a team by, you know, 20 points when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think those were two uh, upsets for different reasons. I mean, obviously, you see the offense explosion and uh, the Bears game, but then you see the defense kind of dominate. Uh, the Steelers defense dominate the Ravens, and I think that's what was mo most surprising about that, uh, that, that upset. Um, so, you know, big upsets for, you know, two, two opposite reasons there. But next we will get to the bad beat of the week. And it wasn't a bad beat for me because I was on the good side of this bet, my, my only my only good side because it wasn't a very good week, but we'll get to that. Um, but it was the only right side of, of my week. But I was on the good. But if you were on the other side, it was, it was rough for you because it was the Atlanta Falcons. Minus two and a half versus the Houston Texans, and they win, but they do not cover nineteen to twenty-one. You know, and it just always sucks. You you, you know, it's a you have that hook, and that hook, you know, can sometimes help you, like it did for me, and it can sometimes hurt you badly. And if you want the Falcons, it definitely hurt you in this one. Falcons had a six-point lead with less than seven minutes to go in the game, and then they're just their defense just wasn't able to hold up on the Texans. Drive, they were able to go down, score a touchdown. They took the lead um, for a little bit, but then the Falcons end up getting the ball back. They come back, they kick the win, go, go, they win, but they do not cover. And it's just by a half, half a point, that hook um, got got the Falcons betters in this one. 
yes, depending on where you got this number at, it was definitely a cold, you know, just a cold loss, depending on what side you're on. Um, you know, it, it, I, w I would say, you know, that's a, you know, it's definitely a bad beat for sure. But then you also got a situation where if you were taking the Patriots in their game in any way, shape, or form, there was just no chance of that, – that, that, that game was over early. Yeah. Uh, I, I was a bad one as well uh, for different reasons. I mean, you just – you never like when you just make a bet and then you're just like, oh, well, I got to throw this away <laughs> right at halftime. But uh, sometimes that happens. And, I'd have to go and double check, but I don't think I don't even think you, you had anything live at halftime. I mean, the way that game yeah. was looking, yeah. I mean, did they yeah, that, that, they do anything right? There's a, there's a lot going wrong in New England apparently because this is not the type of stuff you see out of not just a Belichick team, but uh, any New England team in the past. You know almost 15 years. So, you know, yeah. might be something to potentially capitalize moving forward in some situations. Um, yeah, definitely. I think that's a uh, definitely a team that you can fade going forward. Uh, just looking at how bad they have played. Um, but uh, next we will get to my own record and both our records, actually. Um, I went, I'd had one of the worst weeks of betting I've ever had. Uh, just go. I went one in four. Uh, really, really terrible. I had just. I don't. I don't know what happened this week. I mean, I, I didn't know. I don't. I don't know to, what to make of the, the games, man. Just it went terrible for me. I mean, and it wasn't really, really because I had chance. I thought I was. I was live for like most of my my games. Like the cards were were, you know, hanging in there. They were right there. The uh, the Rams were right there, and it was all at the same time because they were all the afternoon games, and they were all kind of like still, you know, live right up, you know, close games, like all the way to like the third quarter, and then like the fourth quarter kind of just uh, got me, and then, then those teams kind of pulled away, and then I just kind of lost them all at like the exact same time, so that was horrible. So um, yeah, I already talked about my best, my only win, which was the Falcons Texans because I had Texans two and a half. But that was really it. Uh, everything else was pretty bad. Um, but did you have best pick? How did you do? Um, coming in at two and three, um, you know, it's hard to come up with, you know, a best pick in a losing week. Um, you know, just trying to move into this next week because, you know, like you said, sometimes you, you just find yourself on the wrong side of the lines. And the easiest thing to do is just move into the next one. Yeah. Um, well, we talked uh, – well, we didn't really talk a lot of good, but we'll talk about more bad. Um, and that is my worst pick of the week. And I hate to say it. I really, I really hate to say, to, to say this one, but it makes me cry. Um, Cowboys, Niners, we all know what happened. We know what happened. We, uh, we know it. They, they get their yep. asses kicked. Um, 
Yeah, I, you know, I really believed it. I really was confident. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't pick the always pick the Cowboys every week. I pick them when I feel confident that we we will cover the spread. I thought us getting, you know, that three and a half. I thought that was a good enough uh, spread for uh, for me to bet on that one. And you know, I could go in there looking for some revenge after the last two games against them. Uh, we wouldn't, you know, do the stupid stuff that we've been doing. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I think we, I thought we would have to learn from our mistakes in the past. And I just don't know how we did worse. Like I thought we had a better team and we did worse. Like that's the crazy part about it is, I mean, my God, I mean, we couldn't stop Kittle, even though we knew that was going to be a problem, but uh, we just did nothing to stop him. Uh, we did nothing about him. Um, you know, offense look horrible. Um, we, we didn't even have to worry about the red zone problems because we never got in the red zone. Um, <laughs> their defense was just uh, j- just getting after Dak. You know, he, he was holding on the ball. He was getting sacked. Uh, he didn't know what to do. He was making horrible decisions. Um, receivers just couldn't get open at all. And, yeah, I mean, I'll go more in depth. Watch, watch. I'll go more in depth on this game. Washington Fridays, three o'clock. Good friends, better rivals. I have to talk more about this terrible game. If you want my full analysis on it, but yeah, what, what what did you think, and what was your worst bet of the week? Um, I definitely thought that at least that game uh, between the 49ers and the Cowboys would have been closer. Um, yeah, you know, we saw that turnover bug come about, and that's been the issue with Prescott. And, you know, interceptions and that came about last night and clearly in a couple of those situations, uh, you know, you don't get the greatest angle from the broadcast view, but it's a little bit of a head scratcher on a couple of those and, you know, where he was throwing the ball. But, you know, like you said, the team just seemed to play worse than they had all season. And, of course, some of that might is due to the talent on the 49er side of the ball. But at the same time, you know, you saw this offensive line a little bit healthier than what it's been. Um, But their inability to stop them on defense, they were in no way able to lean on that run game. Uh, You saw them try to even in a little bit later parts of the game and just weren't able to be productive enough to be able to stick with it given the deficit. Because, you know, really at no point in time were they able to stop uh, the 49ers on offense. Brock Purdy was able to go out there. Uh, they were at times able to get pressure on him, but for the most part, he was able to navigate the pocket and, um, you know, pick apart the defense in the zone and be able to find those players downfield as they were getting open. Christian McCaffrey was able to run fairly free in the backfield uh, when he got the ball. And that's a dangerous player to, you know, you give him a head start and a little bit of space and he can do a lot with it. Um, so, yeah, you know, it. I definitely didn't think it would be a blowout. But, you know, I also didn't think that, you know, the Saints would go and blow out the Patriots the way they did. And we saw, you know, a historic light just whooping put on Belichick. And, you know, the books had that as a very, you know, very small spread game. So clearly I wasn't alone in thinking that this game would be closer than it was. But as I mentioned earlier, I'm pretty sure at no point in time outside of the opening kickoff, this game was probably not close because 
you don't win. What was it? Thirty-four to zero with out. You just dominated the entire game. Um, yes, the Patriots' offense has you know underproduced and been fairly bad for the most part throughout this season. Uh, but I definitely didn't expect uh, the Saints' offense to go out and put up the points in the fashion that they did. Um, so you know. Definitely, probably, you know, my bad beat for the week as I find myself, you know, on the other side of that whooping that the Patriots took. Yeah, uh, that, that was a bad, that was, that was a terrible game. Um, this complete domination by the Saints. Um, and the Patriots, like I said, they don't, they don't look good at all. But that will wrap up week number five. But before we get into week number six, we like to help you guys out. So if you can help us out by subscribing to the channel, hitting the like button. And if you really want to help us out, you can join our Patreon. And the link of that is in the description down below. Um, so, yeah. Um, as well as you want to leave a comment um, down in the comment section, we would uh, leave a question there. Um, we'd definitely answer it um, when we can. Um, all right. Now, we will get in, into uh, our bounce back week, uh, week number six, hopefully a bounce back week. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to start off. I'm going to go Washington at the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons minus two and a half. Um, obviously, we just saw how, how terrible, awful the Washington Commanders looked on that Thursday night game. Uh, Falcons have a good win. Um, they look they look like they're back on track. Um, getting a nice win um, this past week. Uh, they got they got some playmakers. You know, Bijan looks like a good playmaker. Ritter looks a little bit better. He threw for three twenty nine last weekend. And you know, Washington just gave up forty points to the Bears. I mean that. That that was pretty awful. Their defense looks pretty awful. So I think the Falcons, with their with their playmakers and offense, I think they can definitely take advantage of them. Uh, and their defense, I, I think the Falcons' defense can hold Sam Howell um, and the, the Washington offense. Um, and I, I think uh, you know Ritter will do just enough uh, to get the win here. And I think that's all they need to do is win because it's not a huge spread, just two and a half points. So as long as they can uh, get a win at home. I think that'd be enough, and I'll I'll take the uh, I'll lay the two and a half points. Yes, this was a game I was potentially looking at. I did stay off of it overall, um, because yeah, the, essentially the Washington Commanders are playing into the Falcons' hand. You're expecting a bit of a more uh, a lower scoring game, um, and that works into the Falcons favor. Now they have shown throughout the early part of the season that, you know, they won't necessarily be able to keep up in a high scoring game, but if you allow them to run the ball, control the ball, um, it's going to be a question. Can uh, the commanders get any sort of real pressure on Ritter? Um, you know, one game performance, you know, he did his thing, and it'll be a question of can he repeat that. Um, so, for me, I stayed off this game because, you know, honestly, I think it could go either way. 
and you have in a coach in Ron Rivera who's dealt with the Atlanta Falcons a lot over the course of his uh, history. Um, you know, me personally, I was just I'd stay off this one in general. All right. Now moving into my first pick. I'm going to be going with Detroit Lions as they go down to uh, Tampa to take on the Buccaneers, minus three on the spread. Um, You know, this Lions offense throughout the course of the season so far has really been producing, and I do not think the Buccaneers' defense is going to be able to slow them down. The Lions are 4-1 and against the spread so far this season, and with a, you know, with the number where it's at, only minus three, you know, I, I would put the, I would have this number closer to five or six. Um, so being able to get minus three as they go down to Tampa, I'm definitely going to jump on that. I have this game as well, um, but I am on the other side. Um, I'm going to take in Baker again. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am. Um, I've backed him a few times this season. It's worked out for the most part. Uh, the Bucks uh, are three and one against the spread this season, um, so they've been doing pretty good um, for me. And I'm going to back them again um, this week. Um, I think, I mean, the only loss was against the Eagles, and we know how good the Eagles are. So I think they can do that. Uh, and you talked about you don't think their defense can uh, stop them. I do think their defense can stop them. Um, they have the seventh ranked scoring defense in the NFL. They've held. Uh, three of their four opponents, they're 18 points. So I, I definitely think that uh, their defense can can stand up against the Lions offense, especially when you have a questionable St. Brown, you have a questionable Jameer Kids. So um, those are two weapons that can uh, that are take uh, that might may or not may not show up. We'll, we'll see on game day. Um, you know, I think uh, it's just a it's, a, it's a, uh, one of the home dogs. I, just the best home dog I like this week, um, getting the three and a half at home. The Bucks coming off a bye. Uh, I think they're ready to rest it up, um, you know, for this game. And I think the major, I think the major def- difference in, in this game is the Bucks will be wearing their creamsicle uniforms. And I just think that that's just going to give them a whole ton of boost right there. I mean, uh, this, the, 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 those orange, those orange, Uniforms that's gonna make a world of difference, and that's how they oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely winning this one just off pure gag factor. The fashion police will not allow the sports gods to let me lose on this one, so sorry, but yep, in the bag. All right, All right. moving into my second. second pick, um, going to Philadelphia Eagles minus seven as they take on the New York Jets. We've seen, you know. There was a lot of high hopes for the Jets. Hope they, you know, clearly thought it was going to be Aaron Rodgers at the helms. That's not the case. And with Zach, with Zach Wilson, we're seeing basically exactly what we saw last year. And with the Philadelphia Eagles coming into town, I expect them not only to be leaving six and zero, but also to be covering the spread. Um, I, I don't, you know, the Jets' defense has performed uh, better, but I do not think they'll be able to keep up with the offensive attack of the Eagles in this game. And, you know, there's a few double-digit spreads out there. This isn't one of them. Only, you know, only got to cover a touchdown. I definitely think the Eagles win by double digits in this game. So it'll be, you know, minus seven on the spread. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely think the Eagles will win this game, but can they cover? That's where I'm kind of staying away from this game. I don't know if they can. Um, you know, I think, I think they just can build off of some momentum that they got from the win last week. Um, not saying they're going to look great, but uh, if they can just give Brees Hall the ball, he looked great um, in the game last week. So if they if they can, if they can do that, uh, they can they can keep it close. But I definitely see the Eagles winning this game. I just don't know by how much, and that's why I stayed off this one. Well, can you build um, much momentum off of beating Denver? And please don't. I think you can, well, I think for more more from just the score, how much points they scored. I think you can uh, build off of that. Thirty-one points. I mean, that's pretty, pretty tough. Even though it is against you know the Broncos defense gave up seventy, um, so it's not saying a whole lot. But I think it is a, uh, I guess, just more of a morale booster because their offense has, has been so bad. Um, you know, in the first few weeks. So I think you can just build off like, okay, we can we can do something. We can score touchdowns, you know, um, that type of thing. But I'll get to my next pick, and that is the Seattle Seahawks plus three um, at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, Burrow look healthier, but it was against the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league versus the Cardinals. Um, but their defense, on the other hand, hasn't looked so good, giving up 20-plus points in four of their last five games. The Seahawks, uh, I think that's where that's where they get, the Seahawks can get them, um, is um, their, their defense, or, um, their, the Seahawks' run game with Walker. Uh, I definitely be able to exploit that Bengals' rush defense, which is 31st in the league, um, Seahawks, also coming off a bye, I like teams off a bye. They're rested up. They're ready to go. Um, so I think they'll definitely be able to um, cover that three-point spread on the road. We've seen, like we mentioned before, road teams are seem to, to have it um, going this season. I'm going to play on that trend of road teams covering the, against the spread. Bengals, terrible against the spread. Two, six, and one. Um, last nine games, Seattle six and two against the spread versus an AFC team. So they're pretty good against, you know, these uncommon opponents. Um, so I like the Seahawks here. Yeah, I'm riding with this exact same game. Um, Seahawks getting the points. I'm getting two and a half, but like you said, I do like this team. They've been great against the spread. And as you mentioned, the Bengals have a very bad rush defense so far this year which is a bit, you know, counterproductive to what we've actually seen out of their defense the past couple of years. Um, yeah, they, they've but, actually been good. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so, you know, you know one thing is going to be a factor when it comes to playing Seattle. They are going to try and rush the ball, and with, you know, the talent that they have and the backfield that they have, they, they definitely have options to choose from, and so – if you don't shut them down in the run uh, in the run game, that's definitely going to open up that uh, play action pass and allow uh, Metcalf and Lockett to go out there and work some of those zones, uh, you know, and find those holes in the defense and help open up that big play capability. Um, you know, if we were talking about a more healthy 100% of Bengals and Joe Burrow. I would definitely be on the other side of this one. It was something that I thought about uh, going with the Bengals. Um, 
but I just don't like the way they've looked recently. Yes, they beat up uh, on their opponent last week. Uh, I believe it was Arizona Cardinals. Um, but that's what you expected. And, you know, it's, it's hard to uh, put – it's hard to put much weight into a game like that. Uh, and so I think this week will be a nice uh, – it will be a better test to what uh, what we might see out of the Bengals. Give a shout out to Jose from the LBHT. What's going on? on? But yes, you know, I definitely, and I think the uh, Seattle Seahawks are a very live uh, under, you know, upset in this game. If you want to jump on the money line, all right, we'll get to your uh, third pick. All right. Mine. Well, no, that 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 was my third pick. That's what I was saying. I'm right. Oh, that right was there okay. Okay, so back to me. Yep. All right. Um, I'll I'll stick with the again going with the the road uh, road teams trend. I'm taking another road team here. Um, and it's gonna be um the team that just kicked our ass, and that is the 49ers minus seven at the Cleveland Browns. Um. You know, I just, I mean, we just played them. I just saw them play. Um, and, you know, I just don't see any weaknesses with this team. You know, I think they're just going to keep on dominating teams. Um, they're going to keep on rolling. I'm going to keep on rolling with them. And I'm going to take them even laying the seven points. You know, the, the uh, especially against a Browns team um, that relies on their run game a lot. Um, and they don't have Chubb. They're going up against the third-ranked rush defense in the league. Um, and then will ha- then that will be forced to rely on um Deshaun. Well, we don't even know if Deshaun Watts going to play because he was helped la- um, last well, time. I've actually uh, I've heard reports that PJ Walk PJ Walker. Uh, I, I'd have to double check. I won't say he's been confirmed as the starter, but uh, I heard that at minimum he was taking uh, reps and practices uh, because. You know, as you're saying, Watson still hasn't practiced with the team, even though, you know, we've heard that he's been medically cleared. Now, there, you know, can't none of us say if he's hurt, if he's able to go, because we don't know. We honestly don't know. It's yeah. all speculation. But if he ain't out there, yes, you got to be with the 49ers, because I'm right there with you, and I'm going to let you finish right. up, but this is also my next play. So go ahead. All right, yeah. So, like I said, we don't know who the hell they're going to throw out there at quarterback. That's a major advantage to a team that's already the most dominant in the NFL already. Um, you know, even if they, they keep it close somehow uh, with their defense, because, I mean, the Browns have pretty good defense. They can maybe stifle them a little bit. But even if they do that, I think it's only for a, a certain amount of time, and then you'll see the 49ers kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, uh you know, build on their lead um, um, and pull away um, uh, eventually in the end, just like they did with the Giants and the Cardinals. It was close for a little bit, but those two, those two inferior teams, um, but they ended up pulling away late and they covered the spread big time. So I don't think they have much of a problem covering a, just a, a, a seven-point spread here. And like I said, road teams looking good this season. So I'm going to go with that, uh, with that with the Niners. Yeah, and like I said, this is, you know, I'm riding with this pick as well. Spread this small, you know, like I said earlier, there's a couple double-digit spreads out there, but 
this ain't one of them. And, you know, I'm a little shocked that we don't see it a little bit higher because, you know, like you said, we just saw how dominant this team was. Um, and taking on the Cleveland Browns that have, you know, a team that's, for the most part, kind of, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say the expectations were high for the Browns, but they've kind of underperformed so so far. And yes, not having Chubb out there in the running game is definitely how much they paid Watson. I mean, I think it's definitely a disappointment. Man, that might be the fleece job of the century so far. Cause I mean, we 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 got a clip of this man throwing a football backwards. In an NFL game, just saying. So you know, that that's a whole lot of money. But all right, and if anything else, that's a reason not to back the Browns in yeah. this game whatsoever. Because you know, they're essentially taking on the number one team in the NFL right now. Um, you know, they're they're firing on all pistons. There's no side to this 49ers team that looks like anything less than a potential Super Bowl contender, and. The Browns, unfortunately, get to go out there and stand in the way of this train. And, you know, minus seven, I definitely think that they'll win by, you know, it, it should be closer to double digits. I, short of some late garbage time TD, I don't see any real scenario where this game finishes anything under it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, anything less than a double digit spread, you know, like I would – I would be comfortable taking 10 points, you know, giving up 10 points with the 49ers against the Browns. So if you're only going to put that line at minus seven, yes, I'm going to definitely jump on the 49ers minus seven. All right. So back to me. Um, yep. And I'll take my last pick. I'm going to go with uh, the Houston, the only team that gave me the win last week, and that is the Houston Texans. I'll take them again um, with that small. Small, small uh, spread there, one and a half uh, points um, that they're getting. Um, you know, I uh, bet them last week, I'm going to bet them again. Uh, um, uh, Saints um, had an impressive win, like you talked about, against the Patriots, but it was against the Patriots. So I don't think that's that's indicative of what the Saints team is actually uh, uh, like. Um, I still think their team that uh, they showed in the first few games um, who weren't very good on offense, that could not score points. Um, they struggled to score points. They couldn't score um, more than 20 points in the first four games. Uh, I think they're more that team than they are the team that uh, did what they did against the Patriots. That's more, uh, that says more about the Patriots than what it says about the Saints. I still don't think Carr looked all that great. I think he's still pretty inaccurate. Um, and I think the defense really um, took it to Mac Jones. Um, but even the Texans lost, covered, um, you know, and uh, I still think they look, uh, they still look pretty good. Uh, they had their chance to win that game. Um, and CJ Stroud has been looking pretty well. He didn't really make huge mistakes in the game. And I don't think he's made huge mistakes in most of the game, I think. As long as he still plays pretty efficiently, like he has has been, then I think they definitely could win this game outright. Um, you know the and he's he's shown that of how well he's played. I mean the fourth fourth in passing um, in the NFL, so I'm, I I think they can continue that uh, going against the Saints. Um, 
Houston, 7-3 against the spread. Last 10 games, New Orleans, 1-4-1. Last six, I, like, I, I definitely like the Texans in this one. I'm riding with this exact same pick. And, you know, I was riding with the Texans last week. Now, unfortunately, uh, basically lost on the hook because I had the one and a half instead of the two and a half. Uh, but, you know, like I was saying last week, this team is playing free. Uh, they're not worried about uh, – not to say, you know, they're not worried about how they're, how they're going to play, but they're not concerned about the outcomes. We're seeing, you know – C.J. Stroud go out there and perform well. I think a lot of people expected uh, improvements out of this defense just based off of uh, the new head coach. Uh, yeah. I forget his first name, but Ryan's. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, yeah, D'Amico Ryan's. Um, you know, and uh, if if you're old enough, you know he was great. Well, you know he was definitely a number a top uh, linebacker in the NFL. Um, and you know, he was with the 49ers last season, first year as a head coach defense has definitely seemed to take a step forward in that first year. And you got an offense that's been able to produce. And we saw last week, you know, they needed, um, Stroud to go out there and lead the offense in a late, uh, drive to put them ahead. And that's exactly what he did. Unfortunately, it was the defense that didn't stand up, uh, and even still, it was a game where, you know, the defense might not have been – wasn't able to stand up at the end, but you only give up 22 points in the NFL game. Your defense was on point essentially all game. So, you know, it was an unfortunate loss, but you're seeing a lot of good things out of this team. And, yes, the Saints are coming off a big win, but – there's, you know, there's a lot of question marks still surrounding this team and this offense specifically. Um, it's the defense that you question less when it comes to the Saints. And so will their defense be able to hold up? Um, I'm not so sure. Uh, you know, you and me both, we weren't big on this Saints team. And, you know, I think Houston's going to come in for the upset and win outright, but I'm going to be riding with them on the spread uh, right there with you. And I believe, what was it? Three. Yeah. Three. I got about one and a half. Small. I just got a small, small. Um, it might've been two. There. I was trying to pull it up. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. Um, I definitely like Houston Texans in this game. Um, even as a dog, like I said, I think they can win out, right? Um, yeah. Find... yeah, yeah, one point, yeah, they give me the money line, them to win out, right? You know, even the book saying yeah. that this game is straight up, you know, basically pick them. So, you know, it, I, I think that's evidence of, you know, Vegas in the books. They want to make Houston the favorite, but they're not just – they're not quite ready to back them, and for whatever reason, they're just going to, you know, give it that slight shade. But uh, and I think it really has a lot to do with what the Saints did. Uh, it might, might have been just to pick them if the Saints didn't have that big victory. That, that's a very strong possibility because, uh, you know, a lot of times you see some of these numbers move uh, less so based off of, uh, you know, 
I, I think it's fair to say that what we saw out of the Saints was more fluke-like than what we're going to expect from week to week. So while there might have been some slight movement, um, it's not anything major. But, yeah, I definitely agree with you. That could have some effect why the books have them, you know, have the Saints as, as that slight favorite. And the Texans being the Texans, I doubt too many people out there are running to put money on the Texans. Yeah, that's true. All right, is that all the bets you got? Yep, that covers me. All right. Well, we had uh, three of the same, uh, the exact same games. Well, we had four of the same games, three of the exact same uh, picks. Uh, so that's pretty rare. Um, uh, we, we usually go go a lot of diff- different games uh, most of the time. But, well, that just, that just tells you, I mean, you should really put your money down on – we both feel pretty confident on these games. Definitely should put your money down on those. Um, you know, just go. Uh, we've had some bad weeks, but we're. we're I, I think this. It feels like a good week with all this agreement. It feels like a good week. Um, so definitely get your bets in. Uh, thank you all for watching this episode. Thank you for watching. If if you've been here for the entire time of all these fifty year fifty episodes, I thank you for watching as well. I def we definitely appreciate it. Because that's what we're all, all we're trying to do is help you guys out when you uh, win these uh, bets and uh, make some money. So, like, I, uh, well, you can tell the people where they can find you. You easy. They can reach me here on YouTube at Backyard Action Media and on Twitter at The Yard Bets. And you can find me at NFLKO22 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on this channel on Fridays, 3 o'clock. Uh, doing good friends, better rivals, talking Cowboys and Giants. And it's going to be a pretty sad episode on Friday because, yeah, we both lost. So, um, yeah, you, you want to tune in for, for that for um, my tears. So uh, <laughs> so go ahead and do that. Um, and, uh, like, but, but uh, ha- I hope you guys all win your bets. So, like I always say. Let's get ready to make that money.